sex talk. Derek and Miley. Cause sexuality is tough. And okay, sexist isn't good enough. No. Sex talk with Derek and Miley. Hey, folks. Welcome to Sex Talk with Erica Miley. Erica Miley here. It's a tough day. I'm I'm recording a podcast because I'm thousands of miles away from my home state, which is California, and they're going through a pretty tough uh, fire right now. Where my fam, some of my family has been evacuated. So if I don't sound so upbeat this episode, that's why I'm trying to do my best to keep myself distracted <laughs> while in the face of worry. But back to why we're here. I'm here today. I want to talk about relationship killers. More in particularly, I want to talk about one in one specifically. So Dr. John Gottman, and I know I have mentioned his work time and time again on this podcast, specifically talks about these things called the four horsemen of the apocalypse. Now, this sounds very dramatic. <laughs> these four horsemen are basically the things that he has found throughout his research, these big, big negative communication behaviors that we do within relationships, and I believe not just romantic relationships, that are really, really hard on a relationship. First things first, we all do these four horsemen. All of us do them, and we will continue to do them. It's really the ratio in which we continue to do them that can spell trouble for a relationship. So the one I want to talk about today, so there's four, criticism, defensiveness, contempt, and stonewalling. I want to talk about contempt. This is actually one I've been working on a lot this week with my clients. I work on these a lot with my clients generally, but contempt in particular Contempt can sound a lot of different ways. So contempt can, like the more basic, more subtle ways that you can hear or see contempt, probably the most common way, is the eye roll. That's the physical one that we're more likely to do, right? Like I can't tell many, tell you how many times I've rolled my eyes at my kids, I've rolled my eyes at my friends, I've rolled my eyes at my husband. So the eye roll is kind of that sign of contempt of like, I don't care what you're saying or I think what you're saying is ridiculous. It comes from a place of like superiority. So that's the issue with contempt in particular. It's statements that come from like a relative area of superiority. Or, I'm better than you or I'm smarter than you. Sometimes it can sound like sarcasm, name calling, things like that. It can also be like mocking a person or like hostile humor. Contempt is the greatest predictor of divorce. It really is. This is the negative behavior that we do between each other. If we do this at a certain level, more than likely a relationship will end due to this. So it can sound like things like you're an idiot or I don't like you or it's just better when you're gone or there's lots and lots of versions of this that we say to each other that sometimes it can even sound like a backhanded compliment. So I wanted to talk about this one in particular because I think this one is a hard one to understand how to fight against it within your relationship. And since it is one of the biggest predictors of divorce and relationships ending or like coworker relationships having serious trouble is the anecdote is very difficult for us to do. <laughs> so one of the things that I've talked about before is the concept of if a relationship is about or the interaction is about winning or losing, both parties lose. And contempt in particular is is one of those ways that we will double down and try to win a conversation 
Like, you're an idiot. That's one of those things, like, if you're calling your partner names or calling your friend names, you're trying to take out their knees out from under them, right? You're not, you're not trying to find cohesiveness. <laughs> You've been backed into a corner. You're trying to get yourself out of the corner. And specifically, this is one of those things. You're trying to hurt the other person. And this, this is a hard thing for us to admit that we will do to ourselves and to other people, that we will actually try to hurt them. Here's the thing. When we're in fight or flight or freeze, all bets are off. So one of the first things I have my couples do is learn how to take that 20-minute break. And really, take the 20-minute break. Don't chase each other around the house. Take 20 minutes and walk away. 20 minutes has been, there's research behind it. It takes 20 minutes for your body physiologically to calm down, to be able to make better decisions, to be able to say the things you want to say. And I I think I've mentioned that on the podcast before. The other thing that can really, really help in this situation with contempt in particular is building a culture of appreciation and respect. Now, that's a big way that can feel really big to try to tackle. Let me break it down to very simple, simple interactions. Something you can say in in the heat of a moment or whatever the case may be is, I need a break. Then come back and then take responsibility for your end. Taking responsibility for your end is one of the better diffusion techniques that you can try in a heated argument. So by taking responsibility, I mean it can be the smallest part of it. You may not be completely at fault for how the interaction has gone, but we have some responsibility in interactions, period. So take responsibility for your end. Could even just be that your tone of voice that you're taking responsibility for. So coming back to the building that culture of appreciation and respect. This can happen in very small ways when you're not fighting. So it could be. Thank you for cooking dinner. I just really appreciate that I didn't have to do that. That's all you have to do. It doesn't have to be like, thank you for every little thing that that other person is doing. It is identifying something that they have done that has made your life a little easier. So, for instance, I'll use my personal examples because it's a much easier way. (laughs) I will often thank my husband for very small things that he does that I then don't have to keep in my brain space. (laughs) So like when he has the oil changed, I'm like, thanks for doing that. I really appreciate that. I didn't have to think about that. Or thank you for getting my car washed and vacuumed. Oh, I'm really, really glad that that was no longer on my plate of things that I had to do. You notice how genuine and authentic those sound. It's because they're real and they're true. It's not just me saying thank you for something to try to make him feel good. It is I'm legitimately thankful that I no longer have to think about that thing. So creating that culture of appreciation can start with these small just small moments that you can recognize that other person has done something for you to be able to make your life a little easier. So the next step of not just creating that culture of appreciation is also creating the culture of respect. So you can just do this by observing the behavior of your partner and then complimenting on that. Say you're having trouble with your kid's teacher and you see that your partner has handled it really well without exploding. 
maybe that's a great opportunity for you to be like, hey, I'm really proud of the way you handled that teacher's conference. I didn't have my my shit together so well on that. <laughs> I'm really proud of how you handled that. That on its own, you are saying, I respect you. I respect that you were able to do something that I maybe ha- could not do in that moment. There are tons of these moments in our life, tons and tons and tons of them. Tons of times that that your partner maybe went to the grocery store for you when you really didn't want to, or made the decision about dinner when you really, really didn't want to make that decision about dinner. Whatever the case may be, whatever those small ways you can find it, build that culture of appreciation and respect. When you build those kinds of foundations, contempt really struggles to live in that house you've built. Contempt comes from long-held negative beliefs that you have about your partner. So if you can shift those beliefs or shift how you see your partner generally, it really, really can reduce the number of instances of contempt in your relationship. And I say reduce the number of instances because that is really ultimately the most important part. Dr. Gottman believes in the in the magic ratio, and it's not magic. <laughs> he just calls it the magic ratio. It is five to one, five positive interactions to one negative interaction. Now, mind you, these interactions and the ratio changes throughout the day. <laughs> it's not that, oh, you've reached your magic ratio, you're good to go. It's No, these ratios change and flow throughout the day. So can you, in your mind, try to have more positive interactions with the people that you love in your life than negative ones? It seems kind of like a simplistic idea, but honestly, it is a it is something very real and something very tangible you can do to change the tide of how your relationships turn out. So... I'm going to kind of roll through this again. Contempt is that number one killer of relationships. In particular, it's a huge predictor of divorce. And it really doing the couple's best to eliminate it can, can help save a relationship. How do you deal with that? Being able to create this culture of appreciation and respect and also learning to take that 20-minute break as well as admiring and and really, really looking for those opportunities to identify something that your partner or loved one has done for you and recognize them for it. We as humans do so much better with reward. Reward is a huge driver of our behavior. We love it. We love when we get rewarded to do things, even if they're small things. That's why our cell phones are so popular. (laughs) There is some serious reward systems built into our cell phones. But if you can look at your relationships a very similar way, that you can create rewards in your relationships far, far greater in a greater number than punishments. Punishments don't work within our relationships. We just become more resentful to one another. So I hope this was helpful to you. I hope this will give you a little trick or a little skill to build into your relationships. If you would love to know more or if you're interested in more episodes of this podcast, check out my website, ericamiley.com. You can find all of the episodes there. You can also find them on iTunes. If you are going to jump on iTunes, please rate and review five stars. That's how we get found. I would love to have you. 
Also, stay tuned. I've got Patreon news coming. I love creating this content for all of you. And it takes up a lot of time. I really, really love doing it. And I would love the support in making it happen for you. And the more support I get, the less I would have to turn to ads. And I would love that as well. So stay tuned for that. All of that information is to come. You can find everything on ericamiley.com. You can always email me at erica at ericamiley.com. Thanks for sticking around to the end. I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening, folks. Please rate and review on iTunes. That helps this podcast get found. If you leave a five-star review, let me know about it on any social media, and I'll shout you out on the podcast. You can find my website at ericamiley.com. You can find me on Facebook, the Gram, and Twitter. See you all next time.